This is the Uptake Podcast with your host, John Taylor. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Awesome. And sometime during this, I am going to drop a bomb on you and we're going to talk it through. I would love that. All right. First inaugural episode. This is this is my friend David. Hello. David Hello. is kind enough to join me as we push offshore on this leaky hand me down. The confidence inspiring <laughs> speech. Uh is that somebody at the front? I gotta go. <laughs> it was such a good it's so bad I couldn't even finish the metaphor. I was gonna say boat and I just ran ran out. So maybe yeah. it's like those paper airplanes that they jump off the towers with and just. <laughs> Except yours is going to be the successful one, you know, like the, they Wait have a, a second, a paper airplane that jumps off a tower. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, you, those contests where they build, you have to build like a glider or something and they, they're on a lake, you like it's Red Bull and they run off and jump and they all just collapse right into the, no, never <laughs> seen those. <laughs> this is. How about cardboard boat? <laughs> this is already off the rails. All right. I, I don't know what you're talking about. We'll add the graphics later. About <laughs> that, it's come with video. This has got some good. I see the cameras in here. <laughs> you do. That makes it one of us. That's good coffee. All right. So my friend David's here. We're uh, just gonna have a conversation. Probably gonna go like the first two minutes have already gone. Is my suspicion. Have no idea. David's a friend of mine that I've known for wow a long time. 20 years yeah absolutely maybe Since a little less when the girls were singing together mm-hmm. so david mm-hmm. is like me as uh, a dad he's got a beautiful family he's got uh some girls <laughs> three 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 daughters it's three daughters <laughs> some number of girls and i've got uh you know my own crew close friends and close of course friends. like a lot of people we got to know each other i think through our kids yeah yep but uh, amazingly, um, I think we became friends in spite of that, which doesn't always happen. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So now David and I run into each other at the occasional event or hangout. So thanks for thanks for being here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you, description of our friendship was phenomenal. It's sort of like, <laughs> I ran into this guy and uh, now I'm stuck. <laughs> So well, I'm going to record this. <laughs> here's another person. Yeah. He's got humans around him, including me. Some of them smaller, some of them bigger. You no, know it is. Yeah. You, yeah. You don't, uh, as you get older, I think your friends often just become, if you have a family, you're, you're become friends with your kids, friends, parents, and for better, for worse, uh, and for better in this case. Yeah. Um, what, what activities are you into now? What's taking up your... Spare time. I, you know what? I am doing a lot of uh, what I call my old man soccer mm-hmm. stuff. So I'm, I'm I'm still sticking with the soccer. And um, it was funny. We play in a men's league out. We're all most of us are over fifty. We play in a U, over thirty five league. So there's a lot of young guys we play against, <laughs> and we we really we have a good time. Yeah, it's good uh, good camaraderie. It's good folks to get out there and just kind of have fun and. Um, I laughed this season because I was wanting to be. It's so funny. I want to be one of those fancy, beautiful midfielders who can control the ball and. Rent. But at the end of the day, I get stuck in the defense, and I just am a 
ugly beast of flop <laughs> all over everybody around me. I'm an animal, and I don't want to. I want to be better. Would it make you feel better uh, if I call you um, going forward my fancy, beautiful midfielder? <laughs> I think that would end the entire relationship <laughs> if I ever heard you say those words to me. Well, I don't know. You wanted it. I'm just trying to help you out, man. In my mind, I'm thinking I could do this now. I'm calmer. I'm smarter. You know, it's like a lot of things. I can, I can, and I'm just, I am who I am. And <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to learn things and be a little better. But when you settle into who you really are, like mm-hmm. in this case, just going back to the defense and being a solid, beast. no fancy, just a beast. He, <laughs> that guy's got the ball. Take it. <laughs> don't think no talkie no so, heads up no looking around no consulting the the wind or anything guys got the ball take it eat you are a uh you said everybody in your team's over 50 yes yeah just about we've got a couple of younger guys who, what 48 yeah we, yeah we get the ball we're like kick it really far go through you i gotta rest back here that's gonna get a beer uh hey, i was just i was wondering when you said that that uh I can imagine that a lot of the post-game chatter among a bunch of 50-year-old soccer players has to do with things like uh, knee braces and combinations of Advil and Tylenol. Painful. That and explaining uh, everybody saying, how am I going to tell my wife I hurt this? Uh, She's really going to be mad when I come home with this. (laughs) She does not feel sorry for me at all. You told me a story one time uh, where... You guys played a team that was like a bunch of ringers. They had a bunch of guys that were ex-professionals. Yeah. And they just... Um, <laughs> they made us look so bad. They played a game within the game or something. <laughs> oh, I, that game, this is a little embarrassing, but I do, I have a record for our, our league and our club mm-hmm. uh, for scoring the most own goals in one game. And that was that game. Because our club, we, we go once a year to a tournament in Orlando, and it's a pretty big tournament. Teams coming from around the country and internationally come. Yeah, I have no idea how we got in it. <laughs> we think we keep going and they can't kick us out because we register first. And uh, this team came from New York. And to tell you the level of scale, we drove in <laughs> in, in our cars and barely made it there from Tallahassee. They had two teams. One team took one of their jets to the tournament in Vegas. And this B team took the other jet and came to Orlando and played. <laughs> They've got sponsors and yeah, um, they kicked the ball off at the beginning of the game. Literally within 15 seconds, somebody hit the ball really hard off my head and into the goal. <laughs> the other team, that was, and that was the pace of the entire game. Yeah, perfect. Um, by the end of the game, I had scored three own goals. So sometimes you see kids like inadvertently in a game scoring on well, maybe once a season. I hadn't scored had an own goal in 20 years of playing prior to that. Mm-hmm. In one game, so we all laugh about that, and, I, and they ended up winning seven to three. But I contend, if you take my three goals I scored for them, we actually won six to four. So <laughs> we still a have a protest registered with the with the league. Not sure it works that tournament. way. <laughs> you know, agree to disagree. You're my. You you can't define my goals for me. You're my yeah. beautiful, sweet midfielder, David. <laughs> I don't care what they say. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. It was fun. They were they were obviously head and shoulders above us, uh, but we look at that and just laugh. And I'm, I still hold the record. So and nobody wants to break it. That's the best part. You know, you hold a record, everybody wants to break it. Yeah, they say all records are meant to be broken. Right? No, Not that one. one. No. <laughs> 
genius. <laughs> Maybe I am a beautifully brilliant midfielder. Yeah. In my own way. In my eyes, for sure. <laughs> Doctor, my eyes have seen... No, okay. Okay. No. This isn't that sort of podcast. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. okay I'm going to drink. <laughs> All right, so you got the soccer thing rolling. Got the soccer thing rolling. No pun intended. Uh, um, I'm working out with with the wife in the morning. I got roped into that. I have no idea how. Okay, what so, kind of workout are you doing? So it's a uh, one of those. It's a place called Body Track, but it's uh, you go in for thirty Oops, minutes. Sponsor plug. Oh, oh hey, hey, you're hey. welcome, Body Track. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that one's for free. Well, yeah. They uh, so you go in. There are a lot of other similar things. You go and you run for like thirty minutes, get your cardio up, and then thirty minutes you're working out. And it's only like a group of five people at a time. So people that are running go to work out, and the people that were working out prior to that leave, and then the new people come in and run. It's good. It's good workout, good hour. But I had no intention of doing it, and ended up. Wait a second. <laughs> you did it by accident. Accident. I know by coercion, but. <laughs> My daughter came home and needed to work out to go back to college for her dance class. Took my wife. They were going, having a good time. And if summer was coming up, mm-hmm. Marguerite says, Peyton's going back to school. Wouldn't it be great if we worked out together in the mornings and hung out and drink coffee? And then, you know, we'd have the mornings together. And mm-hmm. and I saw it coming. I was like, <laughs> would you like to come out and play soccer with me too? And she said, no, I, no, no. But coffee and working out with you in the morning sounds great. So now we get up. Uh, two or three times a week in the morning at uh, five, work out from five thirty to six, and stare at each other with hatred and, and, and loathing. <laughs> Why and are we doing just this? Get all out, get that all out of our. Oh, sorry, I'm in your mic. Get that all out of our system. Uh-huh. So maybe that's the key to our relationship. Was we just we burn off all the burn anger. off all the energy, all the negative energy. We don't talk the entire time because you're too tired after that to that, yeah. get in arguments or anything. Absolutely, you come home. Like, oh, I got a shower and go to work now. I, I felt like I've worked already. The... Well, good for you, man. So that's good. Yeah, that's good. I'm, I lost a little weight and uh, feel healthy. So I don't know. I guess that's that's a good thing. Yeah, Maybe yeah. To be better. I admire that. It's pretty cool discipline. Do that a couple times hey, a week. You you should come along. We should, this would be great. This would be good for our friendship. So wait a second. Me and you and your lovely wife. Right. So how's that going to work? Bring your lovely wife. Bring cat. I don't know. (laughs) Get that cat out of here. My cats actually do need that. If they had cat, a fitness thing for. They got the treadmills. Yeah. Okay. I can't imagine that that actually working. All right. So now you're going to get a PETA complaint because I was just going to say. They unleash it to the treadmill and the cat oh, no. run. I'm sure that's a thing people do. I just Absolutely. can't imagine cats doing that. I, I, yeah. Dog, maybe. I think I've seen that, but not a cat. Yeah. You'd have to train them. That'd be a lot of work. Yeah, they don't They don't want to be trained to do anything. <laughs> They're smart. Why, mm. why, why didn't we keep that gene when we went through the evolution process? Like, <laughs> nope. Not doing that. I'm going to have a bigger house. No, that's not a good gene to have. I'm happy with the one I got. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was thinking about this the other day when we were getting ready for this this um, this conversation. I thought about you know the things we could talk about and activities and whatnot. And then uh, I think around the same time I saw some sort of commercial for people. Let's just say twenty years younger than me, mm. and they were doing some uh, I don't know jumping off a, a cliff <laughs> in Bali 
if that's a thing. I don't know if that's a Bali. I don't know if they have cliffs. Some some tropical water. Some tropical place, jumping off of cliffs. Sponsored by Bali. Out surfing. Right. And then after that, they're I don't know. They joined some sort of a, a, a impromptu jam session at a nightclub, and then the next thing you know, they're rock climbing. And I'm thinking the whole time, thinking, ugh, all stuff I should have been doing and I haven't done. And and I've missed my window. Was it a commercial? What did you? We were watching like a. It was a commercial for I don't know a cruise or something or a resort. I don't know. Deodorant. Yeah, just maybe it gave me this big uh, guilt trip about. um, Man, those are things. But I guess that's it, right? That's what advertisers do. They yeah, they should have been doing. Yeah. And then the when cats really, are looking at us going, why, why are you trying to do all that? Why don't you just and really nobody's doing all those things. Nobody's doing Well, there's probably some people. People in the commercials are doing them. Well, we don't like those people. They're not here, are they? No, they're not. They're not doing this. They're like, dang, I could be sitting down and relaxing and talking to a friend. No, but they're and probably out jump. doing something lame like hang gliding. By themselves. Or riding polar bears. Or something you cool. Know what? They're like that clown. The one tear. They're hang gliding all by themselves looking around. Single deer. Somebody down there is my friend. <laughs> it's got to be an awful life. <laughs> gliding over this town in France. Polyvoo, my friend? <laughs> no? <laughs> Sad. <laughs> That's what I think. That's what I think. I think they're looking to be happy and doing all those things. We're they, the lucky ones. This is right. You this is the real thing right here. You can't. You can't base jump this. <laughs> kind of thrill. <laughs> it just that's what I that's what I heard. So now, uh, let's see. With your girls, how you know you got two out of the house, off in the adult world. Two, yeah. You guys still hang out and talk. I mean, is that faded it or is, is it still going strong? It is, but if there's any question on the superiority intellect. That my wife has not superiority intellect. Her superior intellect. Very good. Good Thank correction. You. Edit, please. Um, she, she knows how to play the game and stay better in touch with the kids, right? So okay. Morgan is now uh, a NICU nurse. Okay. She's graduated nurse, loving it. She also played soccer, and so we would hang out and play soccer together on our co-ed team on another team I play on, on Sunday. It's great. It's a great way to kind of hang out. Yep. So that was a lot of fun, but. As she's getting older, she's getting her own life. She didn't have time to come out and hang out with old men and me playing soccer and running around. She's doing her own thing. Marguerite, in her brilliance, found out that she could be a cuddler at the NICU. It's a volunteer position. Volunteers go into the NICU and they hold the babies while the nurses are doing all their important stuff. And they just they change diapers or put stuff away or just sit with the babies holding them while they cry. Mm-hmm. So she has usurped my time and done this little flip where now she's hanging out with Morgan in the NICU because she realized if I'm going to be part of her life, I have to actually go to what she's doing. Whereas I was like, Morgan, come play soccer with me. And Marguerite's like, "Mm, that's not how this works anyway. Yeah, but the cool part is, right, that you're, as as parents, in some combination, you're hanging with her. Oh, even at this absolutely. point in her life, right? Absolutely, I, all it's all good. But yeah. she she saw that, and she's like, she knew you. As she gets older, Morgan gets older, and she's doing her own thing. You to be part of their lives, you have to do what they're doing. You know, you can't actually, when you're really small and like babies, you put them in a bag and you take them with you wherever oh, you're going. Okay, a baby bag. Sure. No, no. <laughs> I think that's what they call it, right? Usually plastic, right? But no, no, not plastic. One of those Publix bags. No. 
plastic bag full of baby hemp bag. Oh, what are those bags called? I don't know. Those... <laughs> I don't know. Baby bags. What are the carriers? So you put them in. Anyway, you know, yarn. as you get older, you decide like... what school they go to, and you take them to classes. You decide sure. what activities they're in. And yep, I'm familiar with how right. having a child. Have you works. ever had one of those? No. Had a but so she was brilliant to see. Next phase. Morgan's starting her own life, doing her own things. I want to be still involved on doing that, which is why I love her so much. Mm-hmm. My wife and Morgan. Yep. Marguerite and Morgan. And now with your other daughter, way at school, not it's, local, you guys still talk on a regular basis? or Absolutely. That... Absolutely. Mostly so that she can get the uh, text when she orders something off of Amazon. She needs the password. Dad uh-huh. sent me the text so I can finish my order. Yeah. You know how that goes. That sounds pretty <laughs> transactional. It's very... No, it, it, it's good. We talk regularly and we go over there. She's studying music theater. You know, mm-hmm. she loves that and she's doing great at it. And it's yeah, senior year, so a lot of pressure, but I couldn't be more proud of the two of them. Yeah. But it is amazing how the technology keeps you connected, but also requires them to connect with you. Like, oh, dad, I need the text. Yeah, thank God code. for Amazon. I thanks, need, Amazon. Thanks, Amazon, for putting that that extra code in. Dad, you need to send me the code that, that Amazon's sending you. <laughs> Well, I can remember, I don't know, when I was in school, I was away uh, from home, and I don't remember speaking to my folks, except maybe once or twice a semester, maybe on the phone, maybe. Right. And I think an occasional letter, you know, coming from them. And I don't know if that was just the times, because obviously, I think most people would agree parents are a lot more involved, or seem to be hovering or too close i don't want to put a judgment on it but we're a lot parents seem a lot closer to their kids and their day-to-day activities than Mm -hmm. they used to be let's say in the 70s and 80s right yeah and so i remember going away to school and that was just a thing nobody Mm -hmm. was really talking to their parents that much that i knew of no but um you know with ours I, i love it i love staying in touch with them and um you know i always feel like it's an extra little like a little gift Right. You know, if you do have a conversation and it isn't because they need something specific. Right. But it's like, wow, that's cool. Because you remember what it's like to be away in school and you're busy and you got a whole new world opening up to you. And, right. Um, I think, that, yeah, the fact that every now and then she'll pause on a walk home or something and then just give me a call. I'm like, I'm just walking home, seeing what's going it's on. the best. Yeah, absolutely. That's the best, right? Always like, you don't have to say anything brilliant. Just cool. Tell me what's what's life like there. What's the weather like? Who, what are your friends doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I... You're absolutely right. And we didn't. I don't remember. Well, we didn't have the interwebs, so it was much much more difficult. I had a phone uh, in the room, and that was it. Yeah, so we didn't didn't talk. Every now and then, like, I'm coming in hot with laundry, Mom. (laughs) Make sure the machine is clear. (laughs) Yeah, I got a whole boatload of laundry. Yeah, that still happens. It's still a thing. (laughs) Yeah. How do you know if you're, like, um, how do you know if your kids think you're hip and cool? Because I'm pretty sure mine don't most of the time. Yeah, no. Do you think your kids think you're... Like, I know they love you. Yeah. Dad's awesome. But like in a dad way, right? Not like... Absolutely. I'd be, it'd be cool if dad walked into this party I'm at right now. Because dad's cool. I don't think so. No. <laughs> no. Well, no. But it slips out in some ways, though, I think. Because you said that... Well, one, I don't want to be the hip friend guy. Like, I, that was always one of my things. You know, Marguerite and I talked about it with kids. 
And we tell them, look, you've got lots of friends. I'm not one of them. I'm your yeah. dad. Count me out. Count me out. <laughs> They'll tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think I get a lot of the 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 your the kind of dorky vibe, and uh, they when I take selfies, they're always like, "Why do you look so painful when you're trying to take a selfie of us?" <laughs> they don't think I can do anything. But here's where they, I think they are they they break down. Every now and then, their friends they're like, they'll tell me their friends think I'm cool. Like, oh, they really like you. I don't know. And then they'll be like, I don't know why, because you're so you know such a goofball. <laughs> maybe it's in comparison to their friends parents right you know, they're, they're probably saying well you probably like their parents right yeah their parents are really cool see because yeah, they're not likes, you because they're not me they don't have to live with me every day <laughs> they don't realize this isn't just a funny act this is this is me yeah i don't know i'm not sure what's gonna happen with all this <laughs> i'm figuring worst case i can use it against you later in life <laughs> bring it on remember that thing you said about going to the workout sessions. <laughs> Don't make me roll that out Don't again, David. Oh, uh, here she comes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've been to your house a few times for some delicious meals, delicious. I got to tell you. And uh, not to poison the well. That's kind of a weird metaphor for that wow. intro. Uh, what's your What's your favorite thing to cook? If you had to cook, all right, you get to make whatever you want at home right now. Go. What is it? You know what? I enjoy doing the smoker. It's smoking like a big uh, Boston butt or something, mm-hmm. ribs and stuff. Mm. I enjoy the whole, the whole day thing of it. You mm-hmm. know, I get up early before crack of dawn, lighten the fire. I just love the whole work part of all that. Mm-hmm. I'm not all about the um, fancy ingredients and having mm-hmm. to mix. I mean, I enjoy cooking, but um, if I had to do so, because that's an all day, it's like you're, mm-hmm. you have to be all invested in that thing and checking the temperature the whole time until it comes up to where you want it to be. And then it's delicious to eat after. Yeah, I'll tell you, I've had it, I think three times at your place well, and it is delicious. Yeah. It's, and I can appreciate the outside part. I like, yeah, I, I don't think it's my favorite thing to do, mm-hmm. but special occasions cooking outside all day. Mm-hmm. One of the benefits of course, being that you're outside and right. usually by yourself. Right. For a lot of that, yeah, which is better than being inside with a lot of other people. Is that your way of saying you liked it better when I was outside? I did. Like you that all better. were in absolutely enjoying. Well, that was everybody. Hey, want, can you leave again? Can you just? I think the Boston butt outside is calling you, David. That's <laughs> all done. Oh no, go make another one. It was good. Why don't you go start now? Let's do this again every day. <laughs> yeah, I would never do that like all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. because it is a special. That's maybe why it is. Something I enjoy too, because it's a special occasion. Uh-huh. You're doing it, and you're like, "All right," and you're I'm like the hero, supplies. right? You <laughs> come in, and everybody's high fiving you. It's like you literally just killed the cow, you had to chase it down, and strangle it, or whatever, you beat it to death. It's, I don't know what you do, but it's I like you did all that. Publics. Is that like going to public? Is that short? It's for the same thing. It's the same amount of calories uh, burned. Right. So you might as well get the credit. The checkout can be very uh, stressful. Man, I tell you the what, grocery store. I get a little stressed at the bagging because um, I don't think they do it that good. <laughs> Gotta watch them. And I used to do it when it was my first job in high school. And I, so I remember you're comparing them to you. I am. What? Is- I know I'm a jerk. I remember because they took like a. That's awesome. This is the back in my day speech. I uh, I had literally had like a four hour course on bagging. Well, but we didn't have plastic back then. It hadn't been invented. No, right? it just it hadn't it been was, invented. We didn't, plastic had not been invented. <laughs> It was metal at that point. You want a tin can or you want this paper thing, your paper product. I had to to make a big wooden crate and put your food in it and then like 
tack the lid on with that little tack hammer. Wheelbarrow it out. Uh huh. It's like that scene in Indiana Jones with all the crates. <laughs> That's great. And you gotta... Would you like paper or crate? Would you get like a candy stick on the way out? It'll be a nickel. <laughs> get out of the soda fountain. <laughs> That's great. Would you like paper or crate? Let me bang this crate together for you, Mrs. Jones. You can put your squash and your your Tide detergent. And then hope you got a crowbar at home. I'm gonna put it in the back of your your wagon. You know, load it into this Model T. Ooh, fancy boy had Model Ts. I was going with wagon and a, a mule. <laughs> let's let's step aside for a quick a quick word from our our sponsors. First, thanks to beautiful Sanderson microphones. That's what we use here in the studio, David. Beautiful. Uh, A Sanderson. Uh, Proudly built with appearance and presentation in mind for the discerning podcaster like me, radio personalities, stage performers, or anyone else who cares about a great-looking mic and accepts mediocre sound. Gorgeous Sanderson microphones. (laughs) One only looks matter. And by Dan Mitchell's Real Store. It's a place where you go in person to see things that are really there and buy them from Dan, including handing Dan some money. Dan Mitchell's Real Store also features doors, windows, a roof, and the possibility of seeing other humans too. Act now and get to Dan's for a limited time only. All right, so... Is that a way of saying they have store hours? It's only open for a limited time. I don't know. I just read the copy, man. I presume they got hours. 24. I think they have an open and a close, so... It's one of my favorite jokes. It says open 24 hours. Yeah, but not in that row. (laughs) What? It was Stephen Wright. It was great. Not in a row. Is he still alive? Is Stephen Wright still alive? He's gotta be. He seems like someone... No offense, Stephen Wright. This should be dead. Oh, boy. Now that's going to come back to haunt you. It is. He he probably owns the podcast world. We have no idea. We don't know. I'm just saying, you know, he was kind of a high mileage model back in his day. I loved him. Absolutely loved him. That's one of my go-tos. Not in a row. (laughs) You were going to do all the dishes. Yeah, not in a row. (laughs) He's the bit where... Eventually. uh, I think I use his extra medium joke every time we talk about clothing sizes in any context. My family rolls their eyes every time. Every time. Yeah, I think I'm still taking credit for it. They, of course, haven't seen Stephen Wright. They no, don't know. We keep him in the dark. It sounds like my joke. It's part of parenting. Yeah. Keep your kids in the dark as long as possible. Yeah, misleading them. Right. They appreciate it. You know, it's a sort of a balance. You want to keep the evil off their radar, mm-hmm. but also maybe some of the good humor off their radar. So they don't know. They live in this middle area where you can control. And then as they get older, capable of handling both ends of the spectrum. So really, you're doing them a service. Really. Yep. If you think about it, that's all you're doing. That doesn't sound weird. That, <laughs> that sounds like you'd like to hear that about someone in your life, right? That they're just keeping you in the dark about a bunch of stuff for your they own made good. A movie about that, right? With a little town and one guy, and that seemed plausible. And just uh-huh. controlled it. Yeah, that was a documentary. Sort of like what we do, right? Sure. Now, especially with the cameras and the phones and everything, we almost are. Think about that. We almost are totally trumaning our kids' lives. It's not helicopter parenting. It's Trumaning. It's like you control everything about what happens to them. We should make a new word. But you also don't, though, right? Because now, of course, there's so much access to the world through those same things. Right. They can, through their own devices. They, oh, oh, their own devices. Through their own devices. 
get access to kind of anything, including a bunch of stuff you may not want them to. But yeah, that's where I find so that's both opened up even uh, a (laughs) broader horizon than before. Yeah, but for good and for bad, right? But what do we do? We try to control it. Yep. I'm going to put a filter. i got an app that's going to control your app. And then you double down on my app to uncontrol my controlling app that's controlling your app. So we try to yeah. Trumanize them and like get back in control. Like, I don't want you to see those things. I, want, I don't want you to do those things. I don't, mm-hmm. You can't post this. You, and uh, and then we end up back to where we started, which is that the podcast. <laughs> I'm not sure where we're going I there. Know. I don't either. <laughs> Got How'd that movie end? Terribly? Can we go back to the paper airplane thing? Yeah. What Just, was that? Seriously, when you're on, you haven't seen those things where they build <laughs> no. like, they build like gliders. It's not like a paper, like a huge, large thing that a human could glider could grab onto. Okay. And they're on the top of a tower. Yep. They're all man-made and they're trying to like see how far they can glide out into the lake. Wait a second. This is like, like, like home projects. Yes. Like, like me and you build one. Yeah, but they do like a big contest. Like who can go the furthest and like sponsored by Red Bull. And you see like hundreds of them. They get to the top of the tower. They jump off and inevitably they all go, the wings go popping straight up and they go fall straight yeah, down. gravity, baby. Because yeah, they're well, not, you know, aeronautical <laughs> engineers doing this. This is like me, me and, and you. Me and paper can beat gravity, I think, is the thinking going into it. I thought we got this out of our system like in, you know, 1500 AD, people were trying this and dying, jumping off of towers because they made bird wings and stuff. And then Wilbur and Orville came along. Curse you. But now, now what are we doing? We're trying we, it again? We've we got this figured fly. out. We think we can fly. An airplane's a miracle. You get in a, you know, you fly somewhere <laughs> and everybody's rolling their eyes yeah. over the whole thing. How do you, how does It's that a work? miracle, man. How does it? I had a friend tell me the other day, this is, I don't know, this is going to kind of connect maybe. But it's cooler it is cooler. And it's one of those new fancy ones that keeps having things cold all the time. He goes, that ice has been in there all day long. That is awesome. And I looked at him and said, your threshold's pretty low. Right. That's a I'm cooler. Keeping, that's a cooler. You know, we've been to the moon, right? Kind of. That's pretty awesome. I thought we figured the cooler refrigeration thing out like, <laughs> yeah, I don't that's, know, that's 50 I, years ago, maybe more. He was amazed at the ice still being cold after... After the day. Yeah, which he, good for him. I told him it's good. It's better to live that way, right? I t- <laughs> it better to have a lower threshold for things. Everything is spectacular. Everything's he, awesome. You know what? He might have that cat gene. He's like, whoa, look at this. Cats don't have that. They do. They're happy about anything. No, they just lay not. down and like, all right, cool. They put up with everything. I think they're just happy. They're content. Do you have a cat? No. See? Yeah. No. They're not happy about everything. <laughs> they bite the things they're not happy with right they, they put up with us it's not good but wouldn't that be easier if we just laid around a little bit more like, of course oh, it'd be easier eh. i'm just saying wouldn't life be easier if you're like your friend i mean we're getting la- yes. la- jokes on us man he's he's high-fiving everybody over that igloo cooler he's like me and you're like yeah he's like the five-year-old is like woohoo right i'd rather be awesome. that guy Sorry, i keep yelling into your mic that's probably gonna blow somebody's head it's up. okay it's a sanderson we already yeah. covered this oh yes looks good thanks man um, <laughs> use that for the plug. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, what do you got the plug? Uh, what do you got coming out? Not I. You know uh, what? I have I have nothing coming out of me except influence <laughs> and waste. You know? Okay, you can plug that stuff. There you go. Flatwoods and waste. Blot, brought to you by. Blah, blah. By dad. By dad. <laughs> Thanks, dad. <laughs> 
<laughs> the only reason I have a dog so I can mango <laughs> scapegoat. Like mango's not even around. Yeah, well, we all heard him, so I think he might be around. <laughs> I saw the look on his face. Mango. Then he got out of here. You got to name your dog something that you can really roll off your tongue and sound angry about. There's, you know? yeah, I. So that's I've an art a, to it. People take that very lightly. You did a pretty good job with mango. I, I'm a big believer in mm-hmm. a couple principles with dog naming. Mm-hmm. Okay, one is. You don't want to go more than two syllables, okay? Right. One syllable is okay. Two's kind of ideal. Mm-hmm. Easy to say. Boom. And then the other thing you want to do is you want to be able to, you should do this before you name a dog anything, is you step out the back door of your house, front door, whatever, wherever you're going to let the dog go, Right. and you got to try a test yell or two. You got to yell <laughs> it out. So if you're yelling, you know... Like for us, we have a dog, Stella. She's right. great. You know, Stella, of course, you know, Stella, Stella. That's, that gets a laugh. Right. But it's fun to yell anyway. Right. And you don't feel like an idiot doing right. it. I mean, any more than you normally do. Right. But there's probably a few, no. y- you know. Tinkles? You don't want to be yelling. Tinkles! You don't want to no. be yelling that. No. Gertrude. <laughs> Windermere, <laughs> come here. <laughs> I don't know what you Right, see. You're like, okay, this didn't work good on the test yell. No, I got to I gotta go with something easy. Joe Mango. So you can sound really disappointed with a name too. You want to probably get a name you can sound disappointed in. If it's too like Tinkerbell, you can't. You can't be mad. Tinkerbell, right? I, I think know. this all this applies to naming kids too. By the way, yeah. Same set of rules. I should have named my kids Mango. Yeah, you should have. Well, David, thanks for kicking this off with me. Absolutely, this, this is, is great. Great. What did you think was going to happen? Like <laughs> when you were driving over here today, what were you thinking? Oh, this is going to be. I don't know. What were your thoughts? I was thinking, one, glad I went home to brush my teeth. <laughs> Two, coffee is delicious. <laughs> Three, oh, dear. I, <laughs> That's what you were thinking? I saw one on the side of the road. It was, ah, oh, dear. Yeah. I had no idea. I, and it was great. I, I enjoyed doing just sitting around talking. Oh, good, man. I think the best things come from that. Okay. <laughs> if we talked more, right? Right? What is that thing? Oh, good. We're bringing this home with a nice. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Why aren't we talking? Why more? aren't we talking to each other more? Well, we're trying right. to fix that. Yes. So thanks for doing that yes. with wanna, me. Yes. I really appreciate it. And absolutely. Uh, this sounds so. I don't know how this is going to sound. I'm probably going to make myself laugh saying this. Love to have you back sometime <laughs> on the show, as it were. <laughs> I'd love to. To have to come back. So next time, and and next time when you have something to plug, you know, you get something coming out. All right, man. Thank you, David. Absolutely, I appreciate it. Yes. (laughs) After we wrapped things up there, David stuck around and we talked a little more. He shared an additional story that I think is worth including, and I know David thought would be worth including too so sorry for the false ending there and here's a little extra discussion with david yeah man doctor so we could have built some legos while we're in here yeah put them right there Mm -hmm. lego building contest so podcast that'd be exciting so here's so here's a little into my crazy psyche okay I'm going to tell you this story, and you're going to be like, what the? And I'm going to be like, this is great. This is all going to be great. Okay. So I found out yesterday that my contract at... They they terminated my contract, so I'm not working there anymore. What? Right. Wait. But here's... Hold on. I told you I'd tell you the story, and then you'll get back to that. Should I not be recording this? Oh, dang it. No, no. Yes, you can record it. I don't care. Okay. So here's how crazy it is. (laughs) So the crazy part is, 
as I'm walking out, right? Because they do this thing like, here's your letter, you got to walk out right now. I'm walking out and I saw one of the people I work with, I said goodbye. And she goes, oh, you're leaving. Wow, that must be nice. And I thought to myself immediately, oh, she's going to feel real awkward about that later. I was like, that's going to be crazy. Oh, no. And then as I'm walking down the hallway for whatever reason, I and this is honest truth, I thought to myself, because I have to go to the urologist because I have kidney stones every now and then. Yeah, right. Why don't, when I go to the urologist, when they call me back, why don't they say, David Overstreet, you're in. <laughs> and I walk out the back door and I get in my car and leave. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Wait a second. Was that whole story a setup for a urology joke? No. That so was, the first part really happened. The, the whole thing really happened. And then as you're walking out, you thought of that, you made up I that urology that joke. joke. You made it up. I thought of that. On the spot. As you're what walking is wrong out? with me? I don't I'm know. I'm walking out. I'm saying goodbye, you know, but I don't have time to talk with people. They're like, sure. hey, you have to leave. You give us a key and Wait. come back later. You have to clean out your office. Like, Hold oh, on a second. Man. So this is like a... Yeah. What's happening now? What are you going to do? So now I'm... Well, I've got a uh, few months to just kind of figure out what I want to do next. I'm going to take some time. I'm going to assess. I'm going to... There's a three-step plan. One is bitch and vent to my loved ones. Good. Good step. Stay professional with my colleagues. Good. Get my ass in gear and get a new job. Okay. That's a good plan. That's my plan. I don't there know how that's going to work. The upside is the head clearing. Yes. The fresh start. The fresh start. You let go of everything. Like, I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. So it's hard to plan your next phase when you're like... Your calendar Monday is wide open. Right. <laughs> i thought for a second you had one job i'm like i thought (laughs) i had one job you did i thought that that uh you'll be fine i thought (laughs) that that whole thing was a setup for your you're in joke in which case i was gonna say hey i like the i like the punchline. you don't have to go i like the kind of the middle setup that first part of the setup not necessary (laughs) I made it really awkward at front. So like, then you got to laugh at the joke. No, that was, so I was thinking to myself in a positive way, because I'm doing some real reflection here. In a positive way, that's awesome, right? Because I'm thinking that's the kind of person I want to be. Like, you just got smacked, but you're still seeing the humor in the world around you. Like, okay. Yeah. So I don't come to this building and do stuff. Now I'll go somewhere else and do stuff. And do some stuff now. That's good. That's awesome. That's good. That's really awesome. And yep. seriously, why that that is a missed opportunity. Yeah, Mister Overstreet, you're in. I love it. I, okay, so just to put a bow on this, uh, I like that you made up a joke. It's very good. It's a very good joke. It's probably not. <laughs> brand new if you know what i mean no yeah like it's brand new to you and me right i i'm so i'm working on making up jokes too yeah you want to hear one i do okay because like i'm gonna say no right uh what do you get when you cross a uh ten dollar bill on a potato a ten dollar bill on a potato i don't know what do you get when you cross a ten dollar bill on a potato cash browns i'm loving it (laughs) Yours is you have a superior joke that I think your brain was firing on all cylinders. It was yeah, the Maybe adrenaline that was moment, going. Yeah, that's what you need. Like the you had like the the smack in the face, and then you had the 
lucky you get out of here early kind of conversation and your brain just said here's my reaction oh yeah i'm i'm gonna just manufacture this joke i've created a different world for you you have i went to delusional world you have fight your reactions are fight or flight or comedy or comedy (laughs) or just fight flight or denial fight flight denial yeah well nope what it would have been great if I turned around and told everybody that joke. Like, hey, one more for the road? <laughs> one more. <laughs> That's what I should have done. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, Next for being thing. here at my job. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Here's one last one to take home with you. <laughs> you can buy my CD outside the door. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I need it. Please. <laughs> buy my CD. It's like... So funny is that? That's uh, but but then I thought you know that's pretty good. That's all right. That's the kind of person I want to be. I'd yeah. be like you know all right. I things could be a lot worse. They could right. So this is gonna be this is gonna be great. We have it so good. We wow. do. We really do. Thanks for sharing that story with me, man. Absolutely. This is gonna I think go in the extra innings portion <laughs> of the podcast. I recorded it. Put up. Uh, is that all right? Absolutely. Put okay. it out there. All right, man. You're in. Thanks, David. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks to David for being here, and thanks to Kevin McLeod for the music in today's podcast. The song is called Loopster, and thanks to my friend Chris for the recording gear, and to my family for supporting this endeavor. This is another awesome right, mic check, me and David. Yep. Doing what we do. Delicious. I hope to do that on. I get my my, be, my hot coffee bean. <laughs> you drinking a lot of coffee? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm getting up for this. All right, now we're talking. David, talking. you say some stuff. I'm not talking. You're talking. You're talking at me. I'm getting kind of mad. I'm glad I can spin this thing out because I might just have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> you're out of order. This whole dang room's out of order.